you know, this whole idea about bringing mountain bike trails to town, bringing access to outdoors to town was a successful formula. We are becoming uh, a, a center of excellence for, for bicycling and trails. Welcome to the Be Epic podcast, brought to you by the Sam M. Walton College of Business at the University of Arkansas. I'm your host, Brent Williams. Together, we'll explore the dynamic landscape of business and uncover the strategies, insights, and stories that drive business today. Well, today I have with me Gary Vernon. Uh, Gary is Director of Outdoor Recreation and Trail Innovation at the Runway Group. Gary, thanks for joining today. Well, thanks, Brent, for having me. Well, um, I am interested to dive in on mountain biking uh, and its impact on our economy and I love how outdoor recreation in the state of Arkansas is growing and has become a real focus, uh, not only in Northwest Arkansas, but throughout the state. But maybe I want to start with you first. Uh, your background, I know you you spent several years at Walmart and you spent several years at the Walton Family Foundation prior to run, to joining the Runway Group. So a little bit maybe professionally, personally, and then I'll dig in on mountain biking and how you got into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, just uh, personally, I'm just a kid from Joplin, Missouri that liked the race BMX bikes and ended up in Bentonville because I had a 30-year career at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Last 10 years, I was a, a director in the environmental compliance area and had this really unique opportunity to work on sustainability programs when it came to recycling and waste to products. And I had a great job until I ran into a 23-year-old visionary by the name of Tom Walton, and uh, he had this idea of bringing mountain biking to town, hmm. to you know, build trails in town in Bentonville, which was really a fringe sport back then, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so I ended up leaving my 30-year career with Tom and joined Tom and his brother Stuart to lead their work to develop this mountain bike vision to build a destination in and around Bentonville, um, and here I am. You know, it's it's pretty amazing now. Um, you can go almost anywhere in the United States, and people now know Bentonville. And, you know, of course, they probably know it either because of Walmart or mountain biking, it seems. And yep. uh, the mountain biking scene has exploded, and you've been a key part of that. Uh, how has this whole thing developed? Well, you know, Arkansas has had some wonderful trails for decades. You know, the Ozark Off-Road Cyclists started... Mm-hmm. In 97, you know, that club here in Fayetteville. But, you know, back then it was an enthusiast sport. You know, the trails were built by enthusiasts for for that that mountain biker. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what happened in Bentonville, you know, and it didn't happen on the first five miles. You know, in, in back in uh, 2007 when that first five miles were open, it it wasn't really catered to the new rider, the beginner. It had a had one little trail on the flat ground. Mm-hmm. called C-Tick, and that kind of opened everybody's eyes to where people were wanting to ride that one trail that were just trying to start mountain biking. So that's when the focus flipped and turned into, let's build some some trails specifically for beginners, and that's where the All-American Trail, that connector trail that goes all through Bentonville, mm-hmm. starting from the square, that was focused on building a fun trail that is not intimidating but still had some alternate places to jump and all that. But that magical trail, the All-American, really was the secret sauce to, mm-hmm. to Bentonville. And really the success of, you know, the first 12, 
15 miles, and that, that seems to be the, the amount of miles that we're telling other communities. If you can get 10 to 12 miles of trail, it'll it'll start really becoming something special. It'll mm-hmm. transform your community. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw that, you know, the first 10 to 12 miles, the success, the people that were riding mountain bikes that otherwise wouldn't be riding mountain bikes started really uh, evolving. You know, the tipping point was 2016. That's when we had a enough miles and hadn't started having bigger events mm-hmm. and people started hearing about Bentonville. We had the International Mountain Bike Association's World Summit that end of that year. We had just built the Back 40 Trail in Bella Vista, mm-hmm. started on Kohler Mountain Bike Preserve, mm-hmm. and uh, it was that was from when it really started booming. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about, well, for those that uh, haven't ridden these trails, Kohler is an interesting place right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh in the you know it seems like it is truly designed for certainly an enthusiast but particularly accessible for anyone uh mm-hmm. whether you're walking on the trail you're having a cup of coffee uh you know you can ride you know in the midst of all of that uh it just seems like a really interesting place to me yeah you know and that that was the year that i i, I was a volunteer you know I'd, I'd met tom and when he first started the first five miles and ended up as the president of the local club, you know, fast in, mm-hmm. in uh, Bentonville, Bella Vista, and, and was just doing projects. And it got to be too much to be able to work my job at Walmart and do all these projects. So Tom and Stuart brought me on full-time in 2015. So Kohler was an idea that Tom had back then. It was 300-acre park with a creek going through it, a perfect little canvas, you know, to mm-hmm. build a trail system. But the idea, we, we, we brought in a couple of different companies, you know, some architects, a uh, consulting group that had designed national parks and 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 uh, just others that were artists, you know, and and uh, trail designers. And just we all sat around a table and talked about ideas. What can we do with this little 300-acre parcel just three miles mm-hmm. west of the square? And there was an old barn in the middle of the valley mm-hmm. where Oscar and Esther – Terrell had built their homestead back in 1930. Well, we, that barn was a good anchor, you know, and mm-hmm. what can we do around this barn? Well, we obviously wanted to redo the barn, but where that old home was, was, was no longer there, was a perfect area to put a cafe. And that was a kind of a crazy idea to build a cafe in the middle of a 300-acre park mm-hmm. that you can't drive to. Mm-hmm. You can only bike or hike to. And we thought, man, that's going to be just a real big gamble. Mm-hmm. But uh, that ended up being a home run. Mark Bray from Airship Coffee yep. stepped up and, and opened up his operation there in November of 2020, pandemic, mm-hmm. you know. And But everybody was getting outside because mm-hmm. of those trails were allowing people to get out of the house and get active. So that coffee shop all winter was booming. And even today, it's you can go there on a Tuesday, you know, afternoon, and it's full of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm pretty what a what a cool place that but, is but but you're, you're right the trails are designed if you look at the map you know the highest peak at Kohler is kind of the northeast side of the you know the, the mm-hmm. park kind of almost runs north and south mm-hmm. maybe a little bit crooked but the northeast side is kind of has the highest peak and that's where we wanted to put some gravity jump trails and some technical trails to to ride down but then on the southwest is kind of the easier terrain and through the valley. So it's kind of separated into a 
jump trail more advanced on the northeast and then a family fun area on the southwest and then connecting it all throughout the middle and then the greenway the paved trail goes mm-hmm. down the valley on the creek you know following the creek and then there's mm-hmm. some easy trails for the kids to ride along that paved trail yeah such such a wonderful place and it's fun to just it's a, just a fun place to be and fun place to take your family and there's kind of something for everybody there it seems to me you know and i know you've been focused on bentonville um and we've it seems to me that we've really seen mountain biking grow throughout the state right you know now devil's den is amazing nebo uh pinnacle at little rock kind of what do you see in you know if you kind of step back and look at arkansas and what's happening in mountain biking well arkansas had five major trail systems you know in the early 2000s that were considered by the international mountain bike association they rated trails and they were considered epic trails you know they were 20 plus miles and they were you know the scenery was great and the conditions were good but they were in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. and so when bentonville was an experiment so Mm -hmm. bentonville the success of that building a trail in town where people could pop over there on the trail on lunch or after school after work that changed everything where other communities wanted trails so that really started a spark that spread Mm -hmm. throughout arkansas and then we started looking at you know, there's some great places to build trail, but we're not going to build anymore in national forests because we have trail counters that measures how many people ride trails. And we noticed that these five trails in the middle of national forest were getting no visitors. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe a big bump if there's an event, mm-hmm. but throughout the year it was a lot of maintenance because they're in the middle of nowhere and there's no volunteers nearby or even staff at the Forest Service to maintain them. So we're having to pay to maintain those trails. Mm-hmm. So that's when we connected with uh, Grady Span, the state park director, and started working with him. And like, what, you know, some of the best terrain we have in the state is state parks. Mm-hmm. And you talk about, you know, Mount Nebo, Devil's Den, those are state parks. They have cabins, they have, in some cases, they have restaurants, and they definitely have staff that can maintain trails. So that became a relationship in late 2015. You know, we took Grady and his staff to some site visits for you know around the country for destinations for trails and they really started to get how wonderful this relationship could be and that started the brand the monument trail brand which is trails and state parks in arkansas Mm -hmm. so you know mount nebo hobbs state park Mm -hmm. pinnacle mountain and devil's den are all four of those state park monument trails and we've got a few more up our sleeve that are coming that are going to be wonderful okay i can't wait uh to find out well, you know, Gary, as you, you know, you've been riding bicycles your whole life, uh, but, you know, I can, I clearly you've got a passion for it, but I think you have a passion for like, it's good for people, right? You know, um, so kind of how do you see it, one, being good for us at an individual level, but then, you know, let, let's talk about how this connects to business in our economy and uh, as as our economy is growing, as companies are growing, as companies are moving here, um, I think this matters. Talk a little bit about all that, you know, uh, sort of magic sauce there. Well, we've, we've seen it in real time, you know, in this region, and specifically Bentonville, Bella Vista, where um, if you want to talk about, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a quality of life initiative. When you build access to nature, I mean, the studies have shown that if you just get out in nature, it, it's a benefit to, for your mental health. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a form of getting active, so those two things together are powerful. And if you have a good quality of life, 
then people will want to be part of your community. So we've started to see people move to the region to be near the trails. In some cases, they're moving here without a job. And we're seeing businesses that are attracted to that kind of influx of young talent, talent of all ages. And so we have seen businesses, and we've been courting businesses in the outdoor industry and cycling mm-hmm. industry uh, because they see that as a, you know, you can certainly bring in talent and retain talent if you have a community that people want to be part of. Mm-hmm. And that's simple. When I moved here 20 years ago, I moved to Bella Vista 20 years ago with my career at Walmart, and uh, I wanted to move here. I knew it was a good place because I just grew up the, up the road in Joplin. I knew this mm-hmm. was a wonderful community, but people outside this region don't understand what we have here, and it was a tough sell mm-hmm. to get people to move here. But now with the reputation of this outdoor lifestyle with trails on every corner that mm-hmm. you can jump on, I've had so many people come to me on the trails and say, we moved here. Third visit, you know, the first visit we were blown away, came back with the family. Third visit, we looked at real estate and bought it. Mm-hmm. That story happens all the time. And I would have laughed if somebody told me 20 years ago that was going to be a story here because yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but it certainly is today. That There is no doubt about that. Well, um, you know, as you, as, you, as you think about, how do you see how do you see that whole economy around cycling developing? You you started to mention it. You started to say businesses are um, starting to wrap around, right? You know, there's services, there's bike shops. Like, as you're looking at the future of what that economy you think is going to look like in Northwest Arkansas, give us a little bit of sneak peek, you know, in Gary's mind of how you see this continuing to develop. Well, it's, it's already started. There's no secret. You know, we have Eddie Line Kayaks, Mm-hmm. Moving from Seattle, their headquarters here. Um, you know, Allied Bicycles is in Rogers. They're building high-end carbon fiber mountain bikes, gravel bikes, road bikes. Um, Victoria Tire, their U.S. headquarters is here. Mm-hmm. Rafa, you know, the apparel company is headquartered here. There's uh, there continues to be outdoor apparel companies pop up. Um, I mean, it's we are we are courting the rest of the industry you know specialized bicycles has an experience center Mm -hmm. yt bikes is going to have one of their experience centers they call a yt mill Mm -hmm. it's going to be a state-of-the-art showcase where you can come in and look at their products and demo their products Um, and they've got some of the more affordable high-end bicycles you can get it's an online business but you'll be able to come to bentonville and try out one of their bikes before you order it online you could actually come here on a weekend demo one of their bikes on a day and then go back over to their location and just have one shipped to your house. Mm-hmm. That's going to continue to evolve. And again, as we build in, in the ledger, have you seen the ledger Absolutely. office building? I mean, Absolutely. that's built. It's a, it's the world's first bikeable building, six foot or six stories tall. And you can mm-hmm. ride your bike to every floor. And that is being filled up with different bike industry. USA cycling mm-hmm. has, has moved to headquarters here. We're, they're, our Olympic mountain bike hopefuls are going to be training in, in this region. Um, people for Bikes has a headquarters here, and they're helping us mm-hmm. really master plan how to get people to ride to work on bikes. And the story goes on. So, yeah, we, we, are, we are becoming uh, a, a center of excellence for, for bicycling and trails. There's a bicycle technician program at the community college in Bentonville mm-hmm. at NWAC, and mm-hmm. we're just getting ready to launch 
a trail builders trade school in Bentonville at NWAC that Dr. Bollinger's spearheading and we've made some partnerships with the the EU program that they're trying to build over there. There's several countries in Europe and Scandinavia that have been working together to build trail building curriculum mm-hmm. and it's because trail building is kind of wild west, but mm-hmm. there's going to be credentials and certifications to be a trail builder. And they are partnering with us because they've kind of ran into a little bit of headwinds on their curriculum. And, and uh, so we're going to work together with them and build a universal, you know, trail building curriculum and certification. And it'll be based out of Bentonville. How cool is that? And, yeah. and uh, Professor John Johnson here uh, is focused on uh, – outdoor industries and uh, engaging students uh, and thinking about careers in the outdoor industry, mm-hmm. which is another great fit to go alongside what you guys are doing. There are so many kind of synergies happening now. It's hard to even keep up with it. Hmm. But what is what is exciting is, you know, that grand experiment that Tom and Stu are doing, are doing in Bentonville and in surrounding areas have grown to where other communities in Arkansas are doing it themselves just because they, they can see it works. Mm-hmm and uh, building trail and and uh, getting people active what about this whole gravel scene that's happening uh as uh and that's kind of seems to have really been developing as of the last several years uh but getting more and more popular i used to ride gravel roads to get to a trail you know back when i was growing up but uh it's amazing it's Mm -hmm. and uh it has become a phenomenon if we have a if we have a uh, you know registration for a gravel event, they sell out in minutes. Hmm. Really, you know, like our little sugar event mm-hmm. in October sold out quickly. Um, but anyway, it's just it's just a way to get out, and it's it's social where you can ride side by side with your friends and ride to another town and get lunch and see the backwoods, you know, by bike. And it's in, in some cases some of the riders may be not quite ready to go off-road on a mountain bike so it's a good starting point mm-hmm. and others are pure you know endurance motorheads that just want to go out and ride a yeah. hundred miles on backcountry and not have to worry about the high speeds of a highway mm-hmm. but man you can see uh the most beautiful spot parts of the uh parts of the state just by riding your gravel bike and and one of the uh one of our best experiences is the Arkansas High Country route, mm-hmm. Adventure Cycling's route, and uh, that'll, that's a thousand-mile loop around the best parts of the state. It is amazing uh, now um, what you can see and the beauty that you can see in northwest Arkansas on a gravel bike and other parts of Arkansas, too. I know there's, a, I haven't ridden it, but I know there's a ride, a gravel ride uh, that happens down near Helena, I think, you uh-huh. know, which is yep. completely different landscape, but uh, has a unique beauty of its own. Well, I, I uh, didn't understand how how great that area is for gravel riding until, I, you know, uh, Ted Hergett and, and yeah. uh, Martin Smith from Martin's from Bird Eye and, and Ted's in Jonesboro, and they kept telling me about the Crowley's Ridge experience. And I didn't, I just knew that over there you're going to be riding in the grids of uh, farmland mm-hmm. on gravel, and it's, you know, it can't be that exciting. But they convinced me to come down there. We rode from Jonesboro to Helena on Crowley's Ridge, which is a really unique, like two mile wide, you know, it's in the middle of that delta flat farmland, but mm-hmm. it's a two mile wide, basic uh, rolling hillside 
that's eroded over years, and, but it's remained. So you're riding through Canopy, and you're going through these small towns that have wonderful cafes. Mm-hmm. And, and I discovered fried pies there. <laughs> and every 10 miles, you can get a fr- fried pie. But we rode from Jonesboro into Helena and, uh, and then rode on into Clarksdale, Mississippi on, on the levee. And that was a, a wonderful trip. And so, but what else was happening from Helena, the Delta Heritage Trail, which is an old rail bed, it's being created into an 86-mile uh, rail-to-trail. You'll be able mm-hmm. to leave Helena, jump on it, and ride to Arkansas City. You'll be able to cross the White River and the Arkansas River on these giant old railroad bridges that are going to be reconditioned, and there'll be a way to a hut-to-hut plan for that on the way. So you'll be able to really eventually ride Crowley's Ridge from the Missouri state line all the way to Arkansas City really uh great to see you know this i guess exploding throughout arkansas i think Mm -hmm. that's the one thing that that i love i love seeing about it and uh you know it's had a substantial economic impact at least i know you've been able to measure it Mm -hmm. i think in in our region tell us a little bit about that well just recently the university of arkansas did their report and it's 157 million dollars annually of of just economic impact in the in the Northwest Arkansas two-county region. And that's just driving the business of bringing people here to, to ride bikes on trails and then local businesses being enhanced by people riding bikes and getting active. And it's real dollars. And we, we started seeing, you know, the people from out of town, like I said, when we started having 12 or more miles in Bentonville, mm-hmm. that's when we started seeing these bike racks on cars with license plates from outside the region. And we started really understanding hey this is this is bringing people in so the as the miles you know continued to add on and it became more of a destination we saw more and more out-of-towners come and they're they're spending real money here mm-hmm. so it definitely is an economic impact to the community yeah and you're starting to see you know more hotels uh in bentonville being built and more restaurants and mm-hmm. uh, as you said the the synergies are a little bit hard to even keep up with you know people ask me sometimes what are they building over there i don't know you know they're, <laughs> they're they're building quicker than i can keep up but you know when i first moved to bentonville or to bella vista and worked in bentonville the station cafe was a burger joint on the square and that was it you know, there's nothing else to really do on the square, and and now it's it's a model for downtown revitalization. Absolutely. You know, and and uh, you know, when we were out there working on that first few miles of trail at Slaughter Pen in Bentonville with Tom, he had this vision. He wanted to revitalize the downtown as part of this whole hmm. mountain bike desk. He got it early. He knew what he was want, wanting to do and hmm. did it with the help of the community. Hmm. The community, you know, if it wasn't for the community buying in and entrepreneurs jumping in and helping and you know tim robinson starting fat tire bike shop yeah you know in 2009 or 2008 and uh as the trails grew so did his business and Mm -hmm. that's that's the it's all part of it you know just people having the vision to jump in and and be part of the growth and it's it's really been fun to see it has been i know you've been uh really uh, a huge part uh, of that development you know one one thing gary i'd love your thoughts on for our students you know so at the walton college you know we'll have uh 
uh, oh, let's say, you know, over 8,000 students in the Walton College. And, you know, there's probably 32-ish thousand at the University of Arkansas. And uh, many of them from here, but many not. And many that might, might not have grown up riding bicycles. You know, and they, they might be looking at all the trails around and thinking, like, all right, where do I start? How do I, how do I jump into this, uh, to this ecosystem? What, would you, what advice would you give them? Well, the, the first thing is rent a quality bicycle. You know, you don't want to ruin your experience by maybe starting out on the wrong piece of equipment, but rent a quality bicycle. I know you, you guys rent them here at the mm-hmm. University at UREC. There's bike shops are all around the region that you can go in and spend 40, 50, 60 bucks just to try it out. Mm-hmm. Or borrow a friend's. You know, it's even easier. But just give it a try. Get some instruction early. You know, if you you get out and give it a try hire a coach to teach you good habits first and then it'll be a lifelong sport and that's what i like about cycling and mountain biking it's a lifelong sport mm-hmm. you know i'm 40 years older than my son and so we go on trips together and ride bikes because it's a lifelong sport he's getting a lot better than me but i'm still able to keep up <laughs> i bet uh, well you know as you Maybe even broadening out a little bit. Last question for you. Um, again, thinking about our students, and as you look back at your entire career of uh, you know being involved in what's happening in cycling uh, in Bentonville and the state, and then 30 years at Walmart, a uh, couple lessons learned uh, that you would say if you're if you're a student today uh, at the Walton College that you'd give them some advice. What, what has worked for me and made me successful, or at least happy, is have ambition, but also enjoy where you're at in life. I, mm. I saw so many people that weren't happy in a long career because they were never satisfied at what they're doing. And so I think that was my secret is enjoy the moment, what you're doing, and try to be the best you can be in it. And things happen. Advancement happens just if you're if you're positive and you're, you know, you're doing a good job of what you're doing at the, and, and don't lament the fact that you're not able to make the next step quickly. Mm. That, that's been really my success and at least secret to life. But also just having the, the confidence and, and just trying new things. I mean, mm. um, my, you know, kind of make your own luck, you know, be, you know, hard work and, an opportunity, you know, it creates creates good luck, and um, you can't do enough of that. Well, um, you know, say yes to opportunities, be present, work hard, do your best, and the opportunity that's in front of you, I think it's wonderful advice. Ten, ten years of volunteerism, you know, mm-hmm. got me to my role, but it was passion, you know, that mm-hmm. I enjoyed doing. Didn't expect it to turn into anything because mm-hmm. there wasn't such a job there but it worked out but then I would just I would just finally say you know this whole idea about bringing mountain bike trails to town bringing access to outdoors to town was a successful formula (laughs) and uh, same things happening with paddling you know we have 96,000 miles of rivers creeks and streams (laughs) in the state (laughs) and um, Stuart Nolan who started the Arkansas Canoe Club back in the mid-70s is helping lead that effort to bring paddling to town. So what about Little Sugar paddling down it in Bentonville, Bella Vista? Or what about, you know, the White River, mm-hmm. you know, paddling into Fayetteville? 
So making it easy, make you know, lower the intimidation factor, getting more kids and first timers out on the water. That's all part of the 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 secret formula is make mm. it easy, bring it to town. That way, people don't have to make a decision on a weekend to go somewhere two hours away. Mm-hmm. Well, Gary, thanks for all you've done for uh, for our community uh, in Northwest Arkansas, for our state, and, and for for all the businesses uh, that are benefiting, uh, and for all the people that are ben- benefiting. So, deeply appreciate you. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me. On behalf of the Walton College, thank you for joining us for this captivating conversation. To stay connected and never miss an episode, simply search for Be Epic on your preferred podcast service.